You're listening to the Beauty in the Network podcast, hosted by Jasmine Jones, licensed cosmetologist, bridal beauty team owner, and business coach to beauty pros and creative entrepreneurs. Tune in weekly for tips, tricks, and hacks on how to up-level your lifestyle, maximize your productivity in your business, and use the most efficient and up-to-date marketing strategies to get your business seen online without the burnout. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here's today's episode. Okay, hey guys. So this episode is very unplanned, um, but I'm feeling very called to just talk about this today. So bear with me today because I have no notes and I'm going to be talking with you about a couple of things. I'm going to be talking about life lessons and I'm going to be talking with you about feeding all parts of you as well as some um, situations that kind of helped me prepare for um, the next chapter that I'm going in. So this episode episode is definitely going to be for you if you are feeling, you know, stuck or uncertain or if you're trying to figure out a way to just tap in more to who you are and who you want to become because I'm going to be giving you um a lot of um examples of, you know, situations that really made me feel like I was, you know, prepared for a life where I would never win. So I'm going to be sharing that with you guys. It's going to be very raw. I'm going to be talking about, you know, um, you know, race a little bit. I'm going to be talking about, you know, a whole bunch of things. So you have been warned. So let me go ahead and start talking about, um, you know, just feeding all parts of you and what that looks like. So for me, I am a very, um, I have a lot of layers. I have a lot of layers. There are many parts of me. I can be a comedian. I can be very serious. I can be very professional. I can be the entertainer. I can be, you know, very silent and standoffish like a loner, right? So I have a lot of parts of me. So when it comes to just feeding all parts of yourself, um, one thing that I do want to tell you guys about is one thing about me is I love to give myself what I need in that moment. So if I'm feeling lost or confused or like I need some kind of direction, I'll turn on um, a podcast or YouTube video from um, one of my favorite people, Sarah Jakes Roberts. Now, Sarah Jakes Roberts, she is the daughter of T.D. Jakes Roberts. Now, if you don't know who that is, he is like a famous pastor And I am not that religious, honestly, but I was, you know, raised in the church, um, you know, the side of my dad's side of the family, like there's pastors, deacons, they're on the the church board. And on my mother's side, you know, we would always go to church when I was younger. So I was kind of brought up in the church, but church honestly never really resonated with me. Like, I can be there, and I can be in Bible study or Sunday school, and just everything would just go over my head. It would go over my head, because that's not how I learn. I need to learn by visuals. I need to learn by, you know making things relatable to, you know, current situations. So that's why I love Sarah Jakes Roberts. She talks about, you know, like Jesus and his homies and and things like that. And she breaks it down for people who are, you know, maybe like early 20s, maybe like maybe 18, 19. So she breaks it down in a way that I can understand. And I love how she just brings it back to real life. So she was talking um, on her podcast the other day. And then this morning, 
I was doing some personal development time. If you do not know, I have personal development time, self-care time, all of that embedded into my weekly schedule because I prioritize giving myself what I need because I never used to do that and it showed. It showed a lot. So when I started prioritizing, you know, giving myself what I need, you know, throughout the week, that means I'm taking time to go on, you know, a walk in nature. I'm taking time to listen to jazz music. I take time to, you know, listen to my ratchet, you know, like booty shaking music, right? So I give myself what I need. And, you know, sometimes when I feel lost, I love to listen to Sarah Jakes Roberts. So she was talking about, you know, some good things. And this morning, one of my favorite uh, business coaches, she was on Instagram and she did a live and it was about religion and it kind of tied into the podcast. So giving myself what I need looks completely different. That might mean I'm going to, you know, whip out my paints and, you know, do something artsy. That might mean I'm going to start a DIY project and, you know, paint some stuff and, you know, get my glue gun out and be creative. That might mean I write I journal or you know I just do something that I feel good doing right so that can look very different for you so when you are feeding all parts of yourself that means that you are becoming whole you're becoming a whole person and I remember when I used to be in the very early stages um, before I got my bridal beauty team together I was all over the place because I was only prioritizing one side of me and it was a side of me that was interested in business I was always like okay well what's the next strategy what's the next uh you know business tactic what's the next Instagram tip how can I get more clients or and all of these things and I was always focusing and prioritizing um just anything around business that I can learn for that time right and I mean it served me in that area kind of sort of not really but it served me because I was learning and I was like binge listening and watching and consuming you know everything around business but that's not really what I needed what I needed was self-care time What I needed was to connect with who I was becoming because who I was in that time period, I was operating in my old self. I was operating in my old struggle and my old, I need to do this because in order for me to do this, I have to survive. I have to make money for rent. I have to make sure that I am okay. I need to make sure that, you know, my bills get paid. And I was just operating from a scarcity mindset which only triggered me into focusing all of my time on one thing business how do I get more money how do I get to the next step how do I get to the next level but in order for me to get to the next level I needed to become whole with myself because I was not preparing myself for a journey because I was not practicing all of the aspects of who I was becoming in that moment in time. So I hope you guys still follow me. So quick little quick little example. So who you are right now, it is not who you are going to be or who you are going to become when you accomplish your goals. You need to become a different 
person in order to accomplish your goals, especially if they are huge, scary, and audacious, right? So example, when I was, you know, preparing myself to, you know, have a team and, you know, preparing my exit strategy when I was, you know, working for, you know, additional companies and and part-time work here and there, I only knew how to operate and struggle. I only knew how to operate and struggle because that is all that I know. One thing about me is I remember back in the days when I was in like 10th or 11th grade and I I talk a lot about this um, um, on my lives and in my uh, text over on um, on Instagram, but I am from a not so glittery neighborhood. You know, the neighborhood that I was raised in, you know, when I was in, you know, 10th and 11th grade and all of that, it had, you know, constant drive-bys. It had constant, you know, gang fights. And when I'm talking about gang fights, I'm not talking about like 10, 15, 20 people. I'm talking about a mob of people. I'm talking about like 30, 40, 50 people outside a dang on apartment complex, you know, just having neighborhood wars, right? So that's where I'm from, right? And I honestly did not fit in because you hear how I talk. I have heard all my life, like, oh, you sound like a white girl, you sound so proper, and all of these things, right? So when I was, you know, feeding myself back then, the only thing that I knew and what kept um, coming to my head was, Jasmine, you need to get into this personal development game. And I don't know where it came from, but it just found me one day, and I was like, okay, This is what I need to be investing my time in on the days where I'm done with homework, on the days where I I, I didn't really go outside. I I spent all of my time on YouTube. So I would listen to these personal development, um, you know, like motivational talks, and I got into TED Talks and all of that very young. And I remember one day I was sitting on the floor, and I'm always sitting on the floor, but I remember one day I was sitting on the floor, and it was a drive-by. It was a drive-by shooting, and I was just, um, I was home by myself. My mom was working. My little sister, I believe she was at, like, an after-school program, and my older sister, she was off at college. So I'm just, you know, sitting on the floor, you know, listening to my motivational talks, and it was a drive-by shooting, and me being so immune to it, you know, like, to me, that was the norm, so I did what I know how to do, I turned up my motivational talk, and I just, you know, you know, lay down on the floor, and listen to what was going on, because that's what you do, you know, that's what you do when you are in a neighborhood like I was, so I was doing all of that, and, you know, it came a point where, you know, I just really started to become what I was listening to. So I remember I wrote in my journal run one day and I said, in order for me to become a person um, who I have like been envisioning myself, I was always an entrepreneur. I always had so many different side hustles. But when I was, you know, young and in like 10th and 11th grade, I knew that I needed to start taking on habits that I didn't yet have. So those habits were, you know, building confidence. It was, you know, started to uh, write down my goals and actually make action plans to get there. Now, my goal planning back in the day, it was not on point, y'all. It was not on point because I did not know how to efficiently uh, plan and map out my goals to make it um, achievable and tangible for myself. So I was doing that. 
And I knew that I needed to, you know, start doing these things. And I started to, you know, look up books and I started to go to Barnes and Noble or I would walk to Barnes and Noble because she was team no car back then. So we would either take the bus or we would, you know, walk with our little feet to uh, Barnes and Noble, which was like maybe like three blocks down. And I started to buy books and the books that I were were um, investing in were like Think and Grow Rich, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, four. I think it was like a four-hour work week or the four-day work week or something like that. Um, the Defying Decade. Those were the books. The Success Principles. Those were the books that I started my personal development journey on, and it was because I knew that I needed to pour into myself so that I can become who I needed to be in the future. Now, I had no idea what the future would have looked like, but I knew that I needed to um, nurture all parts of myself, right? So going back to, um, you know, listening to, you know, podcasts and all of that, I remember when I was very early in the stages and I was, you know, not really giving myself everything that I needed. And I realized, okay, I need to get into this thing that I really was avoiding. And that was self-care. I don't know why, but I felt like self-care was something that I didn't need. Oh, I had it together. I, I was already reading books. I was already, you know, working on my mindset and things like that. And I thought self-care time was, I thought it was silly. And honestly, I can honestly see why I struggled so much in the early stages of my business. And it's because I did not have self-care. I was not prioritizing what it is that I needed. And even when I felt my body saying, girl, you need a nap right now, or you need some more water right now, or you need to stop and get lunch right now, something healthy, you know, hydrate some water, I would keep going. I would keep going because I was so determined to, you know, create a result for myself that only I could have created internally. So I'm going to break that down for you guys. So if you are in a current journey right now where you are working on your business, you are dedicating time, effort and energy, maybe even money into becoming the person that you need to be for your business to succeed or just creating a business that is thriving, right? It requires you to do things that are uncomfortable. It requires you to do things that you have not done before. And when those actions pop up, when those ideas or, um, you know, new ideas pop up, it's going to be uncomfortable because you are not familiar with it, right? You don't know what that outcome is going to be. You don't know how it's going to be perceived in the world. And one thing that really got me hung up was judgment of other people. And I really feel like the thing that kept me, or I know, the thing that kept me stuck is I started to prioritize other people's feelings and judgments before my own. So what I was doing was I wouldn't even pursue my big dreams or I wouldn't even pursue my big aspirations. And I talk a lot about how I had a voice in the back of my head that told me, Jasmine, you need to be doing your own thing. You need to be doing, you know, what it is that you want to be doing. And I wasn't doing that because 
I was creating, you know, lies for myself. I was creating things in my head where, you know, I would say, well, oh, well, it's not going to be working out. It's not going to be doing all these things. And I started to believe myself. So whenever I started to believe myself, then that showed up in my actions, right? So it showed up in my actions and I started to procrastinate. I started to not be as uh, motivated when I was, you know, working on my business. And it was because... I wasn't prioritizing what I needed. And what I needed was to build my confidence. And you can build your confidence through self-care. You can build your confidence by surrounding yourself with people who are um, doing better than you and not feeling intimidated by that, right? So, and I know this is kind of going all over the place right now, y'all, but bear with me. I promise you I have um, a really good um, story. But I was just kind of like all over the place and I really wasn't giving myself what I needed at that time. So what then happened was I got burnt out. I got burnt out and I got discouraged. And when I got discouraged, I fell back to the only thing that I knew. And the only thing that I knew was I'm going to work somebody else's job and I'm going to get this, um, you know, paycheck because I know that this paycheck is going to be coming. I know that I don't have to work as hard and I know that I'm still going to get paid even if I do, you know, my business or not. And that was really my downfall. So going back to, you know, the topic of, you know, giving yourself what you need and life lessons, I was not giving myself what I needed in that time. I was neglecting my internal self in order to um, jump to the external rewards. But the internal and the external, they have to work together. If you are skipping the inner work, but yet you are trying to show up and you know create a business and create a lifestyle for yourself, but yet you are not right in your own body, you are not whole, then you are going to have a hard time because you are not preparing yourself for that lifestyle. You are not preparing yourself for what is to come. So I'm just going to talk about a couple of um, situations that I had that were major life lessons to me that I I realize now we're life lessons, but in that period of time, I was just thinking like, oh, this is just the world out to get me. So going back to when I was younger, um, you know, talking about the neighborhood that I lived in, I remember I had, you know, I, I've always had my select few friends. I am a loner at heart, y'all. I am a complete loner and I like to not like to be by myself but I only have a select few um number of friends that I always talk to so back back in the day when I was in like what fifth sixth seventh grade I had uh this one friend that we would always do everything together we would go to the mall we would be at after school programs together we would like we would do everything right and I remember one day um, she invited me to her party. She invited me to her sleepover and she was not a brown girl. She was Armenian, I believe. She was not a brown girl. And I remember um, I was coming back from some kind of school program and her mom saw us like waiting for a cab because you know we were a team no car right so we were waiting for a cab and then her mom was like oh well I'll take you like where do you live I can just drop you off and her dropping us off in our not so glittery neighborhood led to me getting uninvited from her party so I remember you know being so young and I want to say I was in like fifth or 
sixth grade, maybe fifth or sixth grade. And I remember my friend coming to school the next day and her telling me, hey, my mom said that you can't come to my party. And I was just like, what? Like, why, girl? And I remember her just kind of saying like, oh, well, my mom said like, she doesn't want like, you know, people coming into her house and seeing what they got and all of these things, right? And me being in, you know, fifth and sixth grade, I was never really aware of I don't know if the word is prejudice or just like prejudgment or whatever, but I wasn't really aware of that because I was young. I was like fifth, sixth grade and I was like 10, 11 or something around that age. And that's when I really started to realize or that's when I really started to um, embed in my head, oh, where you live is not good enough. Who you are is not good enough. In order for you to be good enough, you have to look a certain way. You have to talk a certain way. You have to live in a certain area. And that really kind of brought me to a, I don't know the word that I'm looking for, but it really brought me to a point where I started to realize, you know, the things around me, the people who I hung around, you know, the way that, you know, other family members spoke. And sometimes I would get um, a little bit frustrated. I would get a little bit frustrated because, you know, those were the family members that I knew and, you know, I love them and, you know, I accept them for who they are and I never want to change them. But for me, I was like, gosh, like we're not good enough. Where we are isn't good enough. And I just started to, you know, go in a spiral of me thinking that I needed to become, you know, somebody way outside of my character of who I was in order to be accepted. So that actually started to show up when I was um, building my business. I wasn't trying to build a brand at the very start of my business of what I wanted it to be. I was building a brand of what I thought other people wanted my brand to be for them, if that makes sense. So life lessons. You need to realize how certain situations, when you might have been younger, how somebody might have said something to you and you are just kind of like, oh, well, you know, F them, whatever, that's not me. But then you don't realize how those words show up in different aspects of your life, in different periods, right? I started to grow my business, um, you know, I started to really scale and grow my business, um, maybe around 2016, 2017. And, you know, from that time to when I was in, you know, fifth and sixth grade, that was a long time. And I never really realized, okay, well, I am building a brand for other people and not myself, which in reality, if you are building a business, you're building a business for customers to buy from you, right? But you still want to make sure that it is something that is in your vision and not something that you think other people want you want you to create. So the life lesson that I had to learn for myself is that I needed to be true to myself. And even though people had their own perceptions of who I was and who I needed to be and where I lived and what that must have meant about me, I had to make sure that I was doing my inner work to realize that You know, other people's judgments and opinions about who you are or who you need to become, that's none of my business. 
It does not matter if you think I should be doing something or I shouldn't be doing something. That opinion of somebody else does not matter. And same for you. If you are actively working on building your business or you're afraid of promoting your business on your personal page because you're afraid of, you know, somebody from your high school or a family member saying like, oh, what are you doing now? What what are you trying to promote? Like you're doing what now? You have a business? Like their opinions do not matter. You need to become 110,000% comfortable with who you are and who you want to become in order for you to start winning in life. You will always lose the game of life if you are trying to prioritize other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions about you instead of prioritizing what you need in order for you to become great, right? So that's just one situation that I had, right? And another situation for me that I was experiencing that was a huge life lesson to me. One, I am from Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston is a very touristy place. It is very tight-knit, but it's kind of loose at the same time, um, especially if you work in the wedding industry. So I remember I used to, I used to pay to be a part of, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna loud it out. I used to pay to be a part of a certain, um, I'll say group for, you know, wedding pros in my area. And they would always host, you know, monthly events. And I remember, you know, me going there when I was like 22 or whatever, I was very young. And it was the very start of me, you know, getting serious. I was like paying for advertisements and paying for all of these things for my business to get the word out there. You know, as I was, you know, growing, when I was working at other companies, I knew that I needed to be in the room. Because, you know, that's what I was hearing when I was, you know, listening to these motivational talks. You need to be in the room. You need to network. You need to conversate. People don't know that you have a business and let you get out there and talk about it. So I was like, okay, little introverted Jasmine, we're going to get out there. We're going to talk and I'm going to show up and tell people about my business, right? So I would go to these events. Some of these events, I would take a cab. Some of these events, I would hop on the city bus. Because I had team, uh, you know, I was not walking yet. I mean, I was not um, driving yet. So I had to get there however I could. So I would go to these events and I'm going to be very transparent. I was always the token brown girl. I was always the youngest person in the room. I was always the brown girl in the room. Or if there was another brown person, they worked at the venue or whatever it was, right? So I remember I went to one event. And I was like, okay, Jasmine, go out there, go mingle, go mingle, go talk to people. You know, I was listening to um, Mel Robbins and she had like the 54321, like just go get it, right? So I was doing my 54321 in my head and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go over there and say hi or just go over there and stand and, you know, just smile and hopefully somebody will t- uh, like run up a conversation with me, right? So I remember people would have conversations with me, but they were not the conversations that I was um, preparing for. The conversations were, oh, what business are you here for? So they thought that I was there for um, another company. And I was like, oh, I'm here for my own business. I'm here um, for my bridal hair and makeup company. And they're like, oh, you have a business? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, that's so cute. And me... Not being prepared for those words to come out of people's mouths, I instantly felt 
intimidated. I felt intimidated because I was like, oh, they think my hustle, they think my sleepless grind is cute. Like, what is cute about having a business? Like, you know, I, I, I felt all kinds of emotions, you know, in that, in that moment. So people would say, oh, that's cute. And then they would just kind of like look at me and just kind of like turn back into their conversations. Or I would have people say like, oh, excuse me, do you work here? And it was never, oh, hey, I am so-and-so. I own blah, blah, blah company. What's your business? It was never that. It was, do you work here? Can I give you my drink? Oh, where's the restroom? And for me, that really honestly made me not want to go to um, networking events. And I honestly stopped going for a while. I stopped going for a while because I just felt like I was not, I was not welcomed, right? So, in, and that could be my own personal mindset, which it was. It was my own personal mindset, but where I was in that period of life, I was not prepared for those conversations. I was not prepared for that. And I did not have the confidence to kind of clap back, you know, as I would have if I was, you know, like 24, 25, you know, I was very spicy, um, you know, in those ages. So I would have came back with a girl, what? Like, so I was not prepared for those conversations. So I just kind of, you know, went on about my day and I would leave early I would leave early so many um networking events because I just felt out of place so I remember um a girl who I follow I forgot how I met her but I remember she started doing um like marketing events or like um just like uh networking events right so and she's a brown girl and it was nothing but brown girls it was nothing but brown girls in that room and I just loved the energy and I just loved how they were talking about you know building a business and building you know your self-confidence and you know building your mindset and that was such a huge shift for me I, I believe that was that was literally 2018 or 2019 so it took a while for me to actually get back into going to networking events or if I did go to networking events I would like ask my assistant like do you want to come with me because you know she's bubbly we're fun so I needed like backup right (laughs) so I would do that but I remember that was teaching me that even though people or in my head even though you feel as if people don't want you here you deserve to be here So if you are feeling right now that you are not qualified, you don't have the certifications, you don't have uh, the resources, the money, the confidence, whatever it is that you are telling yourself, like, I don't have this. So of course I couldn't become that. I'm telling you, you are 110% qualified where you are right now in your season of life. Even if the people around you don't seem like they understand that. Because it's not, it's not their need to understand what value you bring. It's your, and that's yours. That is your own personal thing that you need to realize for yourself. Know that you bring value. Know that you are worthy. Know that you deserve to be there, right? So... 
in order for me to, you know, get over myself and actually start showing up in ways that I felt confident and I felt like I deserved to be in the room, I had to start doing mindset work. My mindset work literally did not start happening until maybe 2018. That's when I started dabbling in it to become like more consistent in it. 2019 is when I actually started to get into actual practices of, you know, well, let me go ahead and get my morning routine going. Let me get my nighttime routine going. Let me make sure I take breaks. Let me make sure I prioritize me, right? And 2020, you know, COVID is when I really started taking, you know, meditation seriously, um, affirmation seriously. I started getting into, um, crystals and tarot cards and you know um zodiacs and astrology and following the moon and all of that like all of that stuff right that that's the next level ish though you don't have to do all that that's just what works for me for my own personal self so I was not preparing myself for who it was that I need to become in that moment because I was only prioritizing you know, what I thought I needed at that time. And what I thought I needed at that time were just, you know, tangible things. It wasn't more of the internal, uh, you know, work on yourself type of stuff and all of the things that I talk about now. And I talk about mindset and, you know, excuse me, um, prioritizing yourself because I had to go through all of this in order to realize that is what you were missing all of this time. When you felt lost and confused and when you felt like people didn't understand um, the value that you, you bring or uh, that I brought, I was, I was, I don't want to say I was hurt because, you know, I'm a Scorpio and I'm just like, F y'all, you know, like that's how I am like internally, but um, it really like messed with my head a little bit. So going back into the talk, so giving yourself what you need. And life lessons that need to prepare you for who it is that you need to become. Now, I want to close this out a little bit because I know this is already getting long about just talking about receiving. So I don't know if you are into, um, you know, masculine and feminine energy. One thing about me is I was very hung up on my masculine energy and I still get, you know, in my whirlwind of, you know, being stuck in my masculine energy sometimes. And I just think it's because it's my personality. And masculine energy, if you do not know, is like the do, do, do. I got to get done. I got to do work, 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 work. I got to, you know, make lists. I got to mark things off my list. And your feminine energy is more so, you know, getting intuitive about yourself, prioritizing your self-care, you know, being slow, being mindful. So those are some ways that you can, um, you know, try and balance out your masculine and feminine side. And that is why I have set up my work week so that I have time for self-care. So I have time for personal development because it is an essential for me. It's an essential for me because I know what happens when I don't prioritize it and I get lost in the sauce. So when it comes to receiving, one thing about me, and I call this middle child syndrome, is I have a hard time receiving. And I'm going to break that down for people who are like, girl, what are you talking about? But receiving means, you know, if you say, I just need some help, 
or I'm looking for, you know, somebody that can help me do X, Y, Z. But then when that opportunity presents itself, you are having major resistance. You're having resistance around getting help. Oh, well, I could do it myself or, oh, well, I don't want to have them doing all of these things or whatever it is. You want help, but you are not willing to receive it. And that is me. That is me because I can be very stubborn and I can be a tiny bit of a control freak at times. I will be honest, but when you have a business and when you are creating something that is on a massive scale that you've never pictured or imagined yourself doing, things can get scary. So when you want to control, you want to make sure, I want to make sure things don't go wrong. I want to make sure things are perfect. Things are going to go wrong. You are going to fail. That is inevitable. You are going to fail. You're going to F up, girl. And that's okay. That's a part of learning. Avoiding failure is just elongating your struggle. If you are too afraid to fail, you will stick in the struggle for a long time until you fail and figure out, oh, that's why I failed. Okay, let's do it again and let's do it different. That's how you avoid failing, by figuring out what you need to avoid. And you only do that by trial and error. So if you are too afraid of looking like a newbie or having people judge you for when you first start out your business, you are always going to be stuck in the struggle. You need to be okay with not knowing the right step or the next step. But when it comes to receiving, I remember when I was, you know, looking at a course that I wanted to buy. You know, I talk a lot about this. I was looking at a course that I wanted to buy and I just kept telling myself, you do not need this. And I was telling myself I didn't need it because it was like basically like three bucks shy of a thousand dollars. And I was like, whoa, I never spent that much on a course or anything like that. And I was just telling myself, like, you do not need this. You can just Google it. You can just YouTube it. You can just, you know, Instagram, oh, not Instagram, but like Google all of your answers and you can figure it out on your own. And I realized, and I had to really be honest with myself, I've been searching on YouTube and Google and all of these things for years, years and months. And I had to really be real with myself. How long are you going to waste years and months by being cheap? and being afraid of betting on yourself. How long are you going to actually keep giving yourself the short stick on purpose, right? So I had to be real with myself and I, and I literally had to like curse myself, <laughs> curse myself out like, oh, get your life, get it, get it together. So I went out on a limb and I invested in a program, right? I invested in a program and I was so determined to make that program work because I was like, listen, we don't have money like that to just be wasting. I made sure that I showed up. Even though I didn't ask any questions, I made sure that I showed up to all of the live sessions, to all of the pre-recorded sessions. I made sure that I looked at the homework, that I did the homework, that whatever they said, go do this on Instagram, go put this on Instagram, rework your, your captions and all of these things. I made sure that I did that because I was over giving myself the short end of the stick, right? So I wasn't really, I was almost at a part where I was not about to receive this help because I was asking for help. I was like, I'm over it. I'm burnt out. I'm tired. I just need, I just need something that gives me like a one, two, three step. 
and that's when that course came up and I was trying to lie to myself and tell myself this is not what you need. I was denying the the help that I knew that I needed to receive. So right now, if you are in a season of life and you're asking for help in your business or you're asking for help in your relationship or finances and people are wanting to help you right now and you are denying it, you are asking for help, but when it shows up, you're just like, oh, no, 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 never mind, not that way. That's not how I wanted to receive the help. Sometimes help is going to show up in a form that you are not even expecting, but that is just how the universe, you know, sets us up for what it is that we need and not what we want. Sometimes what we want is not what we need. So in order for you to start receiving, you need to be open. You need to have a different perspective. The way that I used to think when I was, you know, living in the hood and drive-by shootings were going on and, you know, I felt like I needed to leave networking events early, that way of thinking did not serve me. It did not serve me for where I was going and those are the life lessons that I needed to learn and go through in order for me to become a freaking steel freaking wall in order for me to continue this journey that I have for myself, right? So I love to say I refuse to play the victim. I refuse to play the victim because I know that what life has, you know, thrown to me, the situations and the, you know, um, outcomes and problems that I had to face, it was not throwing those situations to me so that I can play victim. I am bigger than that. You are bigger than that, right? So going back to what I was saying on receiving, what are you currently denying that you know you need. For me, I I just slid into a DM of a girl who I want her to be my coach. And I told her like, hey, I'm looking for a coach. It's you, boo. <laughs> you know, I told her like, I'm looking to, you know, work with somebody around, you know, November time. And I want to know more about your coaching programs, your courses. And I did that because I know me. I work better when I have help, even though I don't like receiving help. I like to do things on my own because I used to put on a pedestal when, oh, like I did that all by myself. I didn't have any help from anyone and I used to like hold it to a pedestal. And now as I'm getting older, now as I'm, you know, hiring more people in my business and my staff and, you know, my, my vision for my business is, you know, expanding, I can't do everything myself and I don't want to do everything myself. So I need somebody who is working on a bigger and crazier and much, you know, uh, higher level than I am right now. So they can pull me up. They can pull me up right on with them. And I know that I work so much better when I have somebody to, you know, not just hold me accountable because I could hold myself accountable, but somebody that's going to show me, okay, This is what your business needs in the back end. This is what you need to be doing right now in order to scale from, you know, where you are to where you're going, right? If you guys know, I'm working towards getting um, 10K months, right? I'm, I'm literally like right on the edge of that, but I'm working to getting 10K months. And in order for me 
to efficiently work towards 10k months i know that i have never had 10k months so in order for me to get 10k months i need to go talk to somebody who is operating on higher skills than just 10k months right they might be operating on 60k months right 40k months 20k months i need their help because i know that i only know how to do what i know how to do right and i need to be open and willing to receive the help and the critiques and the coaching from somebody who can help me get there. So what is it right now that you are having a hard time receiving? Is it, are you having a hard time receiving critiques? Are you having a hard time receiving the truth? Sometimes we don't want to hear the truth. One thing that I love about my relationship that I'm in right now, and I'm not saying that my relationship is perfect, but we're working there. But one thing that I love about my my relationship is that we call each other out. If my boyfriend sees that I am like half-assing or half-showing up or I'm not really being as great as he knows that I can be, he's going to be like, babe, listen you talking about a whole bunch of stuff, but you ain't doing it. And I'm like, shut up. You right though. But you know, that's me being open and willing to receive. And I do the same exact thing for him. And I'm like, I know you don't want to hear this, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. And I think that that is just a gift that you cannot even put a value on. So right now, I really want you to think about a couple of things right now. What do you need to do right now, or maybe embed into your weekly schedule? What do you need to do to start feeding all parts of yourself? What are things that light you up, activities that get you pumped up? Maybe it's just going on a walk with your dog, going to the park with your dog or your cat, I don't know, whatever. And maybe it's cooking more. Cooking more is something that I really wanted to get into um, this month, and I've been rocking it out and doing some fun recipes. But What do you need to give yourself in order for you to become whole? What things do you need to start embedding into your work week, your daily schedule? And then think about some of the life lessons that you have personally been through where you might have thought, okay, well, this is literally like, (laughs) this is it. I'm out for the count, whatever it is. How have those lessons been preparing you to become a stronger person physically or mentally or emotionally or spiritually, whatever, right? How is that preparing you to become who it is that you need to become in order to get to your next chapter in life? It is hard to get to the next chapter in life when you are refusing to stay in your comfort zone. Or when you are refusing to grow out of your comfort zone, right? You can't do great things when you are too scared to do things that are uncomfortable. Uncomfortableness leads to growth. If it scares you, do it. Trust me. One thing that I did, this is the last story and then I'm going to wrap it up. But one thing that I did that I talk a lot about is I'm a big introvert, guys. I'm a big introvert. And I knew that I wanted to teach. I knew that I wanted to, you know, inspire and motivate and encourage and help people get from square one to square 10, right? Or from point A to point B when they are, you know, 
struggling in their mindset mentally or struggling in their business, um, you know, uh, business wise. I knew that I was an introvert. So I reached out to my cosmetology school and I said, hey, I want to come there and teach. And they said, "Okay, cool. Well, you can have one day or you can have three. And I said, give me all three. Give me all three because I need work. I need to practice myself. I need to prepare myself. Right? So what do you need to start doing right now in order to prepare yourself for who it is that you want to become? Right? What activities, what actions, what things can you be putting into your work week? Right? And then lastly, I want you to think about, you know, how are you denying, you know, what it is that you are meant to receive right now? What have you been asking for that you have been maybe, you know, receiving in a different way that you weren't expecting, but you are just being hard-headed like me, you're being hard-headed and stubborn. And how can you change that? So, that is all for today's episode, random episode. I really hope that this has helped you a lot. Um, if it has, I would really love if you can um, leave a review or just just give me um, a piece that I've shared with you today that was helpful that might have helped you, you know, shift your mindset or shift your um, way of thinking, your perspective, and let me know. So I'm going to let you guys enjoy the rest of your day and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I shall see you again soon. Bye guys.